it feel it feels normal. You know what I'm saying? Like last episode, we were talking about how life was lifing. Of course. And I kicked it off with a curse. (laughs) (laughs) Your 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 week (laughs) your weekly task of making my job harder. Pause. Uh, I did. I made mine even worse because See? of the internet connection. But it looks like you brought this on yourself. It looks like things have been fixed. We did our normal uh, catch up, and looks like things uh, have been remedied. And so, and pardon my rudeness for getting from behind the mic. Pause. Uh, <laughs> How rude! <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, things are a little bit awkward today, uh, and on my side for a great reason. Today is uh, Saturday, October the 14th. Year of our Lord. Year of our Lord. I said year of our Lord. Year of our Lord. 20 and 20. Tree! Wiggle wee, convenient, bring me your dinner bucket. Let the church say. Amen. Realize we didn't what? We didn't start off. We didn't tell them what what, what they tuned into, even though they know. At this, yeah, you, you see the background. <laughs> you see the guys. You see gang. You see gang green, right? I notice a lot more people wearing gang green on TV now. Like, okay, once or twice, maybe a coincidence. It's a lot more, and I'm not gonna claim anything that I haven't had, you know, confirmed to me. But it, all I'm gonna say is, it's cool to be a pencil pusher. We appreciate. We appreciate the look. We appreciate the listen. However, you decide to show your support for the gang. Where the gang goes, the gang, the gang goes. goes. We appreciate being appreciated. Give them the socials in the email so they might want to send us something. Yeah, because this you're the one for this one. Uh, show at brokenpistolbc.com, brokenpistolbc at gmail.com, at brokenpistolbc on all things social. So that's at brokenpistolbc on what? Everything. 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 Suave, you uh, you and I made a bet a couple of episodes back, and we discussed this bet last week on, on episode 217. Facts. I've cashed in on one half of the bet. I got to finish the other. We'll talk about the about one half of the... Actually, we'll talk about both halves of your bet here shortly. Okay. I promised something. I promised mm-hmm. that because of... <clears throat> And I, this is no slight at you. The goalpost being pushed back <laughs> as it relates to why, the terms of the bro, bet. Why is that the new thing? Like moving the goalpost is the thing for this year, bro. Like why are we ending the year like this? Everybody wants a participation trophy, and it's cool. We, Not really. We don't it, give those. Yeah, we don't give. We don't give. It's cool that you want that. We, we don't. We don't have that. Your participation ribbon is your receipt from when your your paid entry. In my hands, Suave. Uh. And let me, I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna turn off the background just for this. I don't do this often. I don't think I've ever done this on this show. But I'm gonna turn off the background for this. Blow your background so they don't see the magic egg. <laughs> <laughs> they actually, okay. I'm gonna have to. Okay. So in this bag, I have uh-huh. some goodness for you. It's not gonna show. It's it, it will. I you know I, I'm gonna unblur it because people need to see this. All right. All right. I just uh, for those of you listening to the podcast, I just unveiled a box that's approximately 14, 15 inches tall by about three to four inches wide. 
Pause. Stop it. That said box. Whoa. That could See? be a pause. See? Child. See? Don't call me a child. I'm trying to help you out. All right. And then <laughs> a piece of silver here. I can make the most hilarious joke, but we get, we get blackballed worse than we are. Yeah, we don't need to do that. So a piece of silver here that comes out of this yeah. bag. As I turn it around, Swab, I want you to tell the people what you see. There is some artwork that I um, that I painstakingly took place in for uh, Michael Parsons. So it is a um, a comic comic book style depiction of Michael Parsons as Doomsday, the <laughs> the, the villain, the super villain that killed Superman. <laughs> and then very 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 well done. Small small uh, small bag here gets <clears throat> emptied out. Also in my hand, Suave, tell the people what you are seeing. The the same artwork depicted in high gloss format on coasters. What you don't so, see or didn't see. Aha. Uh-huh. Anti-slide corkboard on the bottom slide. of these ceramic so, coasters. So the first one for those listening was a um I guess you would refer to it as maybe a rolling tray. <laughs> I mean, if you, mu- I, hey, you know, you know, a really what, what do they list it as? Because I know that's not. It's a, just like a tray. A- I mean, and it just okay. says a tray. But here's here's the crazy thing, because I know us, it could be like for me, a prep tray for um, for like my cigar rounds for the day. Yep. It could also be for you the wing disposal tray <laughs> I never thought of it that way <laughs> it's a tray That's now in, in emptying out this box That's I want you to explain what you see now there's a uh, drink tumbler with the same aforementioned artwork wrapped completely around the uh, the drinking device it is insulated with a sealed rubber top that goes with mm-hmm. and sliding mechanism that is anti-spill rubber insulated as well the very player game they set up suave this is what happens when i lose bets and i didn't lose this bet but just to make things g i paid up this is my gift to you sir courtesy uh. of courtesy of primetime tumblers Raleigh Durham Chapel Hill Carborough North Carolina sir well thank you kindly I'll be sure to roll up on that tray and I'll, I'll be sure to put some type of beverage on top of the coaster and I will pull up with some of the finest yeah shouts out to my man uh, Vaughn aka Primetime no Dion and uh, let me see here that, that was a bar <laughs> when I'm in my zone let me see if I can find the. Uh, Speaking of which, let me ke- check the yep. scores from the game. Primetime Tumblers and more on all things social. So at Primetime Tumblers and more. And that's traditional spelling. So there's that. Ah, them boys blew that game in overtime. No. Not overtime, double overtime. We're talking about the Colorado, Colorado Buffaloes. Last night when I tuned in, I was out moving around and uh the score was 29-0 at the half and then they came back uh 29 and 19 by the time i was really like into the game uh colorado had scored and then uh the the secondary fell apart 
I'm for Colorado. Warren no, Sapp can't sure. get there fast enough. I mean, Warren there is the portal. It's it, it flat out is the portal on both sides of the ball in the trenches. Once they able to get like some top level dogs and hogs, it'll be a different story. Like they'll be able to build a great wall on both sides. Mm. And the portal is going to be open because like where else you going to get this much press? You realize at this point, and this is for any anybody who's listening who has a kid who's thinking of entering the portal, or if you are a kid who's thinking about entering the portal, the amount of press that you would get for being a part of the transfer entry class that changes Colorado in Dion's second year would be the same as being a Heisman Trophy candidate. Let us not forget the fact that at this point, at this juncture, he's already secured 400% higher win total than they did last year. And we're would only at the midway. Would 500% had they closed out last night. And we're only midway through the season. So at if this you, point, they could lose every game the rest of the season, and this season will be an overwhelming success. Exactly. And we've seen the financials about how much money is being brought in, how much better a position that that uh, the University of Colorado is in. The city of Boulder, the state of they, Colorado itself. They basically went into debt to bring Dion in. And at this point of the season, the what, ROI is heavy. In? The ROI is heavy. Oh, at six at six games in, they've paid for him completely. And now they're on the plus side. Like that shows you the power of what you know Coach Prime is, is doing and and what the overall vision is. Not even gonna get into it with the people who you know feel some type of way because yeah, all right, cool, do something about it. I don't. I still don't understand the trepidations that uh, or the transgressions that or or in this case microaggressions that Jackson State alumni have towards Deion Sanders. Because you felt like you owed some. But why? Like he he made it. He made Jackson State and Swag football better because you heard you heard one side of the agreement and didn't hear the other side. So you you hear Coach Prime say, "I'm gonna be here," not understanding that I'm the statement "I'm gonna be here" is contingent upon certain things like honoring the contract, possibly paying the staff. You know being doing business face up about the attendance because the attendance is part of what pays there were some things that about the attendance that were supposed to come back financially and fiscally coach prime now obviously we know the man played nfl football for google how many years has done television for a vast majority of his time since then it's not about necessarily the money for his pocket, but you see what he does for other people. So if his staff is not getting properly compensated, that money could have gone to them. You got to do business face up. Let, let's let's talk one more one more glaring fact. A lot of people who have no idea the pedigree of Deion Sanders from a collegiate standpoint are uh, doubting his loyalties to Jackson State and HBCUs because of him leaving and going to a PWI, a high-profile high Division 1A PWI to go secure a healthy lifestyle for his family, 
and also a higher higher level of education for his two sons, Shador and Shiloh. Let me ask you a question. All right, shoot. How many years was Dion at uh, Jackson State? Two. How many years did he attend Jackson State? Damn. And he was drafted to the NFL from what what college? Florida State. So what does he owe to a black college? What he gave effort. He already gave back for something that he didn't buy into. And then he bought in by giving back. Leave that man alone. He hasn't talked down to anything or anyone, no matter how good or how bad he has been treated. He has only sung the same praises. He has been consistent. Word to Bill Alfonso, right down the middle, daddy. Hey, look, I'm not going to go out my way trying to convince nobody. I'm done. What is and what ain't. I'm done. That's it. It just, hey, look, this this is where we are, famo. This this is what we own. Take okay, this is the equivalent of your ain't poop homegirl <laughs> marrying the essential man of her dreams. And then after about two or three years of marriage, he files for divorce. You're mad at him, but you don't realize she cheated. <laughs> no one told you all you know is that he left so now he's the bad guy so that no Scott Hall right Ayo. <laughs> you like and because a lot of those people take that jilted lover approach to this and I'm like look this is a this was a scratch my back scratchers type situation it was okay prime one didn't want to position coach he didn't want to coordinate a position coach wanted a head coaching job so a a historically black college would have given him that opportunity before a uh, pwi the the hbcu gets the benefit of a high profile big name ex-nfl player hall of famer coaching their program bringing them kids ad revenue uh television rights all type of stuff and let's not forget nil and nil in the nil era so now you're able to get a travis hunter to flip his commitment because without that i mean you don't have the money to compete and shador and shiloh why wouldn't they follow their hall of fame father that's just that's just common sense. <laughs> that's just common sense. Like who who gonna prepare you better to go to the NFL than an NFL Hall of Famer? Which is part of the reason that Colorado is gonna continue to recruit well because not only do you have Coach Prime, now you're gonna have Warren Sapp, another NFL Hall of Famer, coaching you to try to get to the NFL. Who is a perpetual child in his own right, but at the same time. You know that's, that's beside you point. know when to grow up. Hey, now now he's here. He's here now. Hand, when you put your hand in the dirt, I trust no one more. <laughs> now now anything else, that's something that we're all gonna have to collectively work on as a family. But when it's time to put your hand in the dirt, two technique, three technique, 
I'm not. T- I, I can't see anybody better to take advice from. You want to end up? You want to play on Sundays? Listen to that guy. That you don't throw around the name killer in a sport, especially in today's day and age. That man's nickname was QB Killer. Take the ER off and put the A on. Killer, it. Killer. killer. My bad, Killer. Killer. I'll put a AH or AH. Yeah, go like. No ghost face <laughs> or all ghost face, depending on your perspective. Look, it's just I, this is a subject that will probably go on forever with people on opposing sides. I just I I understand why the people that are up the people that are upset. I understand why they are. I just don't subscribe to that form of logic. I just don't don't make sense to me. It's senseless, but at the same time, you know, there, 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 there are people who never had nothing, will never have anything. And those, Yikes. yeah, we're, talk, we're talking to them, change, do better. If you are indifferent or Eesh. or applaud the, applaud the, the cause, cool. Pat, pass this sentiment on. It's okay to smile. Mm. Um. Mm. Where where do we go from here, Swab? Do we talk about uh, a tale of t- a tale of one Tuesday? Do we talk about uh, oh, <laughs> that's, that's probably the next gaslighting topic we can get on. Cause no, 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 no. We because we we have some house cle- some housekeeping to do. We are okay. two three weeks overdue for this. We need to do this now. Uh, WWE releases. Oh yeah yeah release date release party. Yeah, the release party for 2023. We well, haven't well, seen. We're not uh, late. We just waited for all the dust to clear to make sure there was nobody else going. Well, the irony is the fact that the last one that we saw was was like the most high profile one of the list, and it was because it was surrounded in controversy. We expected to see more, but we haven't. So, and I'm thankful right. because that means that more people still have their jobs. But for uh, now, <laughs> for for the moment. For a nominal fee. <laughs> Soon to be. Well, phenomenal fee. What will you do? We'll slice off some of this broken pencil knowledge and put it on your plate. Jingle fold, you know what it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we appreciate the kind of jingles. We, we really prefer the kind that fold, and we always take the kind that zells. Zell me mine. There it is, right there. <laughs> uh, I like that. You need to change that to change your alert to that <laughs> every time. <laughs> you got you got an auto coming from me every Monday for the foreseeable future. So you know every Damn time. Me, yeah, there you go. Um, how you want to do this? You want me to run them all down, or you want to run them down one by one and talk about them real quick? Um, let's make this interesting. So we know enough of these people. As you read them, just pick somewhere they can go. Okay. Pick a landing spot. I hate. Because, I, I hate. I hate this. I hate this. No, and the reason I say this is because it's gonna work because it'll go right into another topic. It will cool. absolutely. I, but I hate this for one person that I just saw. But it's cool. First, first person. Yeah, Mustafa Ali. AEW. Off top. There's no. There's no better place for him than AEW. There's so many reasons. Please so, let him do the new America Ali. New America Ali needs to be there. Oh, oh my God. Just let him just let him do that. 
And do you remember? If you haven't seen it. Go on YouTube and watch it. Do you remember where he's from? Chicago. The unofficial home of AEW. Now, now, let me say this now. You are not replacing your last Chicago employee with this Chicago employee. Not even close. And you're not going to get the same fanfare. I'm saying he fits that in-ring style perfectly. We yep. know he can cut promos in a certain vein. What I saw from the New America Ali promo video package, if he's that guy, that's money. And it goes right along with the person who's cutting the checks. Bing bong. <laughs> Bing bong. This hey, this is one of those like that's a silver platter situation. Like, let these 90 days get up and let's let's hit the ground running. Let's start let's start building some positive equity. And I know the 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 talent roster is oversized in Jacksonville, but that is an addition that if if handled correctly can really push you in the right direction i would really love to see what would happen if they put a like a rotating uh a rotating cast of producers backstage of of these veterans because they have so many that are north of 50 or close like or like tongue kissing 50 right now that it doesn't make sense to see them as full-time performers in my opinion granted they're good they deserve the shine, but if you're there to make it better, for, uh, a, if you're there now to make it a better place for when you leave, prove it. Put your money where your mouth is. Uh, that, that's that's a two way street, though. Yes, you have some some of your more seasoned talent who's probably in their their final seasons of being in ring performers, but you have to have a roster the younger part of the roster who's willing to receive that advice to receive that coaching don't take away the fact that I, I i did not say get out of the ring i'm not saying stop performing well even the ones who are ready to get out of the ring like okay a, a paul white a mark henry a a billy gunn when he's ready to stop performing a, a edge a christian like are the people in the locker room right now who are not quite there but trying to get there are they actively seeking out advice are they taking advice when it's offered because i'll, I'll attempt to be fair about this the previous person who was trying to help and help talent and give out advice they had some success stories there is a crop of people who say i've learned so much from this guy yeah yeah then there's another group who says I don't not, I'm not taking advice from anybody. I don't care who you are. Screw you. And don't talk to me about it. <laughs> and that's usually what ended up making things escalate to a confrontational standpoint, which is why I said last episode, if Adam Copeland swings on anybody, I don't want to hear about it. At all. I don't want to hear nothing about how Adam Copeland is toxic. Because he is the, if there is a person you could look up in professional wrestling that you would think is the exact opposite of the guy who just left, it's the guy that just got there. And mind you, this is 20 years removed from one of the hottest shoot angles in the business. With him, him, uh, Matt Hardy, and Amy Dumas, aka Lita. Bing bong. Growth. Gro growth changes you. It should. It absolutely should. But we'll, we'll see. Rick Boots. Ooh, Rick Boogs. I, I think Japan. 
I would love I, to see him in Impact for a year. Him and Moose, whether they be in a program together, like against each other, or even on the same side, there that's money. That's a money look for Impact. Well, okay. The reason I, I don't disagree with what you're saying. The reason I say Japan is because he spent the last, you know, two and a half WrestleManias in a very silly gimmick. You know, with the with the 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 state trooper mustache and <laughs> and, and the guitar gimmick. I, I love I love how you put him in in uh, in, uh was it Reno. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, Reno with the Reno nine one one, yeah, Lieutenant Dangle just, mustache. Just remember, there are, there are three sides to Reno. Ah <laughs> oh, man, he looks he looks he looks like a cross between Junior and Lieutenant Dangle. There, there, yeah, there there are two of the three sides he could easily fit on in in, uh, in, in Reno, and the third side is being a gambler. <laughs> bing, bing bong. So with him spending that last, you know, last bit of time being kind of silly, I believe like a New Japan situation, a tour out there, or just uh, a semi-extended stay would allow him one to showcase how good of a actual wrestler he is because he does have that pedigree. Um, it'll give him a chance to kind of freshen up his look, not necessarily be a comedy guy, and he could—he's a person that he has the the physical stature and the tools and the the pedigree he could turn himself into a upper mid card to a main event player in 12 months Aaliyah impact I say women of wrestling that's quietly something that needs to be talked about too because I as much as I've I've tried to not I've tried to refrain from throwing any dirt in any direction Women of Wrestling is actually doing better domestic ratings than another Friday show. Which is insane. And all... Wait, a Friday and a Saturday show. They're beating both of them. Think about this. I've said this numerous times before, and you and I have checked out on Impact for... It was because of the direction. It just A lot of things just didn't make sense by the time we checked out. Right. And they have the talent now, but it's like you're trying to. It, it seems like they're they're doing everything they can to remove the stink of the Dixie Carter era, and but while while reinventing the Dixie Carter era without Dixie. I need. I, I think what I need for the next time that I actually see Impact, I need the aesthetics to change. I yes, need, I, I needed to. I need to look different. The impact zone wasn't broken. It, it moved from like two or three different locations, but it wasn't broken. And whatever they have now is a broken version of the impact zone. So it doesn't okay. work for me. So they're shooting in the same location every show, right? Yes. Well, no, no, no. They do. They do have some house. What's well, not house? Some, some traveling involved. They do have. They do their shows like in the Northeast, like Philadelphia, and. Uh, but I mean, are those like are those for, for uh, pay per views or this is that's for weekly TV? They do weekly TV out, off off site too, but not every week. I just okay. So I just feel like there needs to be a new set design. There has to be something that changes that makes it look different to where people don't mentally equate what they see with the old there needs to be a revamped 
presentation, and I think that would do wonders for. I know it would help me. Here, so, tune it, when's the last time you actually like just casually watched Impact? I'm trying to think. Okay, I saw. Like, give, like, give me a year, because I know it hasn't been in the last few months. Okay, so give me like a year that you like flipped the station, even watched it for five minutes. It was like, yeah, I'm out. I've I've done that this year. Okay, okay. And but it just looks the same to me every time I see it. Like here, here, the shooting of the hard cam. Like if we just went for a landscape versus a portrait shoot, anything. Like change the side of the ring you shoot from. Think about this. Think about how it looked when they were doing weekly pay-per-views. Think about how it looked when they went to Paramount or uh, Spike TV. Mm -hmm. Even think about the Destination America era. And that look, one I'm a little less, little less in ingrained with. In, that, that, yes. that was that was the Jeff Jarrett Global Force era, really. The the owl. That was when the owl came to play. Yep. Yep. That owl. Um, comparing those times to where we where we're at now, now looks like ECW when ECW first started. I want people to stop doing that too. I want people to stop trying to equate everything going on now to ECW then. ECW is a is an outlier when it comes to a lot of things. And I know there's a difference between Eastern Championship Wrestling and Extreme Championship Wrestling. Yep. So hear that when I say that. <clears throat> so and so this is and that and that's what I meant when I said ECW, not extreme, Eastern. Eastern. Like when right. you when you're looking at the product now versus looking at the product 15 years ago. God, it doesn't seem like they have even been around that long. Mhm. Mm when you look at the product 15 years ago, it looked aesthetic, more aesthetically pleasing 15 years ago without HD than it does right now with HD. That's a problem for me. Being at Universal Studios afforded them some luxury as far as shooting. So I won't, I won't go as far as to say it has to go back to that era because that requires some extra, some extra bread to be broke. And, and if this is the same building that they were shooting in during the pandemic, then get a different building because putting people in areas that was empty doesn't do that. It, it's not doing them any favors uh, for the for people viewing at home. Like you know, if, if you enjoy impact, this is not a knock. You're, I'm glad you have something that you enjoy. Not everything is for everybody. Right. All I'm saying is to get me back and there are other people who think like me, too. Brighter lights spread yes. the room, yes. like it. Like you don't have to. You don't have to be butthole to elbow, uh. And, but you don't also don't have to be, uh. You know, miles apart, socially distanced. Right. It needs to be a, a. People need to be comfortable. And if you just, do that, it'll look freshen, Yeah, just freshen up the presentation. That's it. That's it. If you, if you had to go from like, you know, flat level seats to some forms of risers just to make it look like there are more people going up to give you the Roman Coliseum feel. You but, need something like that that helps. I mean, I make the, the ramp aesthetic. more make the ramp more like 2 inches narrower on each side just to give you the appeal that it's longer. Pause. Pause. 
No old school Clash of the Champions with the with the walking ramp that's level with the top of the apron. Like, just do something different. I don't even like that. I like I like I, I like I, I like that as seasoning. Love- you 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 put it you put it where it needs to be, but not air on the weekly. Because AEW was doing, they were going back and forth with that for a long time. They and the only reason they stopped is because Brian uh, Brian Danielson almost lost a leg from the <laughs> knee down. <laughs> Because they would have kept doing it had it not been for that, but you know yeah. there was a there was a snafu. I'm sure someone else could come up with something that would, you know, adjoin that to the ring to where there's a smooth surface with no gap in between. Yeah, but I just we need something. We need a we need some type of freshening up of the aesthetic. Elias. Uh. Impact. Wait, does he change gimmick? Or does he take the same gimmick with him? I prefer the Drifter. Impact. I say Impact too, just because I prefer the Drifter. Riddick Moss. Ooh. MLW. Outstanding. I was actually going to say MLW as well. Perfect place for him. And and if you're going to like re- rebuild, uh, get a new fan base behind you, you can come back as a star. That's the one thing MLW has not had. Um, you could have had it with uh, DH Smith, or David Hart Smith, or Davy Boy Smith Jr. Um, you could have had it with him had you kept him on the did, roster. Did you hear about him though? Well, I'm speaking of, yes. Right. Get well soon. You're you're a great meat, cool guy, and I mean cool, not like we like like cool as in mellow, tranquilo. Yeah. Uh, get nah, well he soon. Went, he wasn't geeked up when we met him. Yeah, man. I, I don't. The last thing I need you to do, or anybody, is go to the hospital because you're feeling like you 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 have one thing and then lose organs or pieces of organs. Like, man, God Ooh. bless you. Damn. <laughs> that's that's tough. Take all the time you need. Um, yeah, diverticulitis for those who don't know. Uh, Davy uh, Boy Smith Jr. decided to take it upon himself to go get checked out for what he thought was appendicitis and end up losing pieces of vital organs uh, due to diverticulitis. The same thing that uh, jeopardized Brock Lesnar's career and life. So, yeah, something serious. Um, AJ Francis, a.k.a. Top Dollar. This one is a little... (laughs) This one's different because I immediately take AEW off the table because of some things that he tweeted while in WWE. Oh? This is... And it's nothing serious. He just... He just went out... He just went as far as to say when the Young Bucks were wearing different... Different... uh, Hot... Different hype beat shoe sneakers on. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> on, on dynamite, he just kind of alluded to the fact that you know Hit Row was doing it first. Yeah, he decided when, to get active. Yeah. When truthfully, when it comes to wearing heat on television in the modern era, of new day, it, Enzo is where it starts. Oh, oh man, you know what? En- Enzo's the one who did sneaker shopping before Shane McMahon. He, he but, and he was doing, uh, he was doing like Dapper Dan style too. He was getting he was getting like uh, exclusive collabs done. Now he was going he was like Mosh Mosh two seven five was doing shoes for different people. Now look, 
when it comes to wearing sneakers in the ring, Shane Shane really is carrying that torch. You would see like Bret Hart will wear Jordans when he when he's in street clothes. Hogan would wear Jordans in street clothes. I've seen Pillman do Jordans in street clothes, like all the way back to Clash of the Champions in like '91. Pillman Senior, but for those who don't know, Senior, because you know the other one's Alexis King now. Um, it was a Clash just of the Lexus, Champions match. Just Lexus. Versus, uh, <laughs> Just Lexus, cause I saw I saw a Lexus and then I saw Lexus. I, I saw L E X I S was the last one I saw. I saw someone spell it with an A in the front. So. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so, but um, matter of fact, it may or may or may not have been a Jordan, but it was a, it was a high level. I think it was. If I'm thinking about it, it's the Toronto Jordan Seven versus um, Brad Armstrong on a Clash of Champions. This is right when Pillman went heel. Um, but. For people who have ever been able to notice and recognize wrestlers in street clothes and see the type of Jordans, see the type of shoes and sneakers they wear, this goes back a while. Shane's the first person I ever remember wrestling full matches in like retro Jordans. Yeah. Go back to King of the Ring uh, from 2001, where, where Kurt Angle almost, you know, <laughs> debilitized him on that, that I was just about to say that that's the one right there. King of the Ring, yeah. 01, inverse angle. That's when it was like, is he wearing J's? <laughs> True blue Jordan 3s. So you've got that. And then Enzo was doing it every week. Like he had heat on every week. The man literally perfect. has a jump man tattooed on him. It was part of his uh it was part of his apparel. Bing bong. So from there, in in this this uh I guess you would call it stretch of the modern era, the young bucks were doing, you know, um high beast sneakers on a regular basis. And AJ Francis made a comment basically, you know, kind of claiming claiming their space in it as hit row. It turned into it went from playful banter to like somebody took offense to it and then the words escalated and then AJ Francis is an actual professional athlete, so S talk <laughs> trash talking with them, they don't care. They don't get offended by it because it's like you got to see me at some point, right? You know, it's just part of the game. But like, he's not gonna back down from it, and because he's a professional athlete from another sport, it's not like he's gonna do the whole get along to go along. Because like, I'm vested. I'm a vested NFL player. I don't have to. I ain't got. I, I don't have to play ball with you for career purposes. So you said all that to not say AEW. So yeah, where? I had to so where? Why <laughs> AEW work. Um. <laughs> I'm going to say NWA power. I like it. We'll talk about Billy Corgan later on today, too. Uh, Bing bong. I like Japan. I don't think he made he made to go out there in Japan. I, he's I, don't, a, he's, I, don't, I don't think that's for him. He's a professional athlete who actually wants to get better. How I, much better does he want to get? And how, how, what 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 is he willing to sacrifice to get better? Because he's also got a a rap career that he kind of seeds into as well so i'm trying to figure out does that work if you go to japan it could work better it possibly could for <laughs> the rap i'm talking about for the wrestling uh i, I just he has star power like the whole a uh uh, uh how, a and e how much though like you're not gonna have that star power is not gonna go to japan with you 
whatever star power you have. No, 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 no. Not 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 saying that he has like self built star power that he takes with him as credit. No, what I'm saying is he has it. Like he has charisma. Like the A and E thing doesn't happen without him being without being charismatic. The the ability for him to get away with some of the stuff that he's done on the rap side while with while in WWE doesn't happen without being without without having it or without being charismatic. I his think a, his A and E uh, work as far as on um, hidden treasures. Yes, that's part of the reason I feel like he may not be done with Stanford. That may just be a wait ninety days and come back under a different situation. This is the th- this will be the third time that's happened, and I don't know how much. Uh, he his has calling may his calling may not be an in ring talent in Stanford. It may be an on air talent, which surprised the hell out of me that he even ended up in NXT. Same thing with Dio Madden. Like, see, Dio Madden chose to go back to yep, wrestling. Big mistake. He had already made it out, and I think if he had stayed at the table, he'd still be getting money right now. He wanted to go back because he wanted to wrestle. That Pop. didn't really work out the way he thought it would. All right, so we brought we brought up Dio Madden. Uh, he was one of the ones also released. My say. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, if he wants to keep wrestling, I don't know, bro. Like, cause I haven't really seen enough in-ring of him to be like, okay, I know where he would fit it all was. Um, Child. <laughs> just go somewhere you can get some ring time, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, I don't I don't really, I don't have an answer. Like, I would like to see him be a journeyman. Uh, MLW, NWA, um, both of those come to mind. I can't see him going into uh, AEW and being a being a viable commodity. I don't see him lasting in New Japan. Um, I don't see I mean, a place from an impact. It's it's about going where you can get some ring time and develop an in ring persona. So hopefully you have that already mapped out in your mind. Like in your perfect world, what do you look like as a professional wrestler? Figure that out. Figure out the look that goes with it. Start working on the presentation. Now, wherever you can go practice that that's where you go alright now I mentioned Dio Madden aka Mace or Marseille Mansoor same same like because of New America Ali and then we sent him to AEW there's kind of an idea that that could take place and that would work if they had some sort of a partnership to be perfectly honest we have enough members we have enough former members of uh, Retribution to go and try it again. <laughs> I mean, not a lie, not a lie told. <laughs> Retribution was was for a second like Dark Order light. So if Timu Dark Order wants to reunite in <laughs> AEW, we can get this popping. <laughs> no, you didn't. Uh, I'm, just say, I'm just saying there are options, but same I'm, thing with Mansoor. Like, I'm, I'm gonna tell you what I, what I where I would like to see him, and it's not in a wrestling ring. I would like to see him re-sign with WWE. Backstage correspondent, he's he has that all over his face, especially for all the international travel. He fits it perfectly to me. I do see now. I, I can I can say that if, if some of these guys are 
especially some of the ones who are are have less on-screen equity as in-ring performers if they're willing to transition to like a byron saxton byron saxton trained to be a wrestler at one point yep but has found a lane that i don't think he's going to get kicked out of anytime soon unless he gets caught doing something he's supposed to be doing as you know on-air correspondence all and, you're doing and is he's, traveling and he's liked by everybody except Corey graves <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that's that's kayfabe high dhj like i i don't that's working smarter not harder but i understand when you're in the youth you want to apply your craft to what you want to apply your craft at but if you're playing the long game pause that's the move i mean find a way talk to, to some of these it. veterans man like hell the, the, I, I think the most traveled body wise uh new age competitor within WWE that can attest to how rigorous it can be when you have a certain type of style because of your build is Kofi Kingston. And if you really want to dig deeper and get a like an overall from someone who didn't work nearly as hard because of his style, he worked smarter and still felt the perils of this, Randy Orton. Right, talk because he has it's because his finisher is he's taking impact on his back every night. He's doing as much damage to his back on the finisher as most people do taking bumps throughout matches. He's taking a choke slam every night for the last twenty years. At least one, because there's times where he'll do at, four at or least. five. <laughs> but luckily, the finish is protected, so you only have to hit the RKO once. There's that. Um, and that's why you protect the finish, kids. Shelton Benjamin. This is a travesty. This this is a travesty. I shouldn't have to say this. I shouldn't have to say anything about Shelton Benjamin being unemployed. The obvious answer is AEW. From from reports that I've read that say there are a lot of people internally that want Shelton there. Do I think Shelton's going to be used better or used in a positive form in AEW? I don't have any. I don't have any evidence to say yes. I don't really have any evidence to say no. I have the evidence to say that he'll be used inconsistently, which is not what I want from him because he could have got that in Stanford. Can you believe that he spent the last six years in Stanford? Six. Yes and no. The hurt business is the only thing that says, well, yeah, you've been there six years. But other than that, I mean, they've done what they've always done with Shelton. You put him out there when you need to kind of help somebody walk through the motions, but you never really invest any time into him on a. He was a legendary enhancement talent is all he was. We, we, we completely missed the opportunity for a Brock Lesnar ankle. His real life uh, children's, uh, well, God children's father. Not gonna lie to you, if 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 Brock could make a call, make a judgment call, or make a, a I want this or else type call, I would hope he would use that lifeline on a Sheldon Benjamin WrestleMania angle. Man, I, can you? I would hope so. Can you imagine if Brock came in? And did something like destroy the Elimination Chamber because it had no bearing on the finality of the WrestleMania card. 
and then explained himself on Monday Night Raw and said, I want Shelton. The fact that he's gone after being back and was did what he did for WWE for so long. Like, give give me what I want or you'll never see either one of us again. That that feels like if, if Brock Lesnar hijacked a show on behalf of Sheldon Benjamin, like it would it would come off so out of pocket that I would think it was real. Exactly because, because at, yeah, yeah, like no no one would no one would expect it. No one is thinking this out loud at least. Like Shelton has a fan base. He multiple time tag team champion with Charlie Haas. He was managed by Kurt Angle. Come on, man, Kurt Angle as an amateur wrestler. That's just, that's that's the man that's outside your matches. You know what would actually would work for Shelton if if the AEW was the move, if you could get Kurt Angle in a manager's role. So he's not he's not wrestling, but if like Angle was Shelton's coach as for Shelton on a main event run. Yep, I I, I would like that. But here's here's what I would like even more: if Ring of Honor wasn't such the bastardized stepchild of of what used to be that has become now. Mm-hmm. Shelton and Ring of Honor now is more gold than Shelton Ring, Ring of Honor was then with Charlie it, Haas. I feel like if Shelton went to Jacksonville on his own by himself, no no extra manager, no, nothing, he would end up in Ring of Honor. That's why. That's what I feel. That's what I feel. And then if he ends up in Ring of Honor, you would figure it's only waiting between buses before Charlie Haas is there too. Yeah. I I don't think for the, if if only for one match for the nostalgia. Well him be, because look who we're dealing with. The, the, yeah the the I'll say the, the check cutter has something in common, but <laughs> allegedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Uh Emma Tenille uh, Dashwood. AEW. They need women. They need women that can work. Not only does AEW need women, I'm sick of AEW becoming the graveyard of WWE women. That said, I think, and I've said this before, Impact could be known for its women's division specifically by who they have as their champion now. Facts. They could they could build, and Tennille actually has history there in, uh, in, in, in Impact. Go ahead. I was I keep forgetting women of wrestling when the, when these ladies are brought up. So there is an alternative that is that doesn't have to be either of any of the aforementioned places. We've it's seen. not even an alternative. It's an option. Yeah, it's a, it's, a straight, <laughs> it's a straight option. So I think if I'm women of wrestling, a Tennille Dashwood is a fantastic addition because of name value and just another woman who can perform in the ring. So I don't see why that's not a. And with, gotta, and with her not including them. With her coming out wearing the respect my authority ones uh on her face. Uh bruh, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Respect my authority. <laughs> she she yeah. has that um even even if you don't know her name, that's how people will recognize her in, in a place like Women of Wrestling. Uh oh, I didn't want to do this one this this soon. Dolph Ziggler. Nineteen um, years, even re-signed in efforts to stay on with the company, to possibly retire 
because he had the option to go elsewhere uh, earlier and they decided to retain him. This, and this now is, he's gone. This is a travesty. This is what loyalty gets you guys. Two-time world heavyweight champion, one-time NXT champion. Loyalty in sport, when you're not a... Okay, because I don't want to phrase this wrong and have it taken out of context. In other professional sports, NBA, NFL specifically, if you are good enough to be in the league, but not a superstar or a ticket seller or a high high value content producer in terms of on field, on court play, loyalty to a franchise will get you cut. Man. Loyalty to a franchise will get you traded. Loyalty to a franchise will get you released. This is what has happened to Dolph Ziggler because they don't value you as 20 years in the game, always come to work, always do your job, always do your job well versus the the superstar or the quarterback or just the, the lightning rod for whether it be controversy or whatever those people are, are usually handled differently Ziggler's an everyday or if for those of you you're a baseball guy five tool player yep gonna be Cal Ripken basically you're gonna show up you're gonna handle business like eventually they're gonna and he's gonna give you, he's gonna give you a classic worthy match. It may not every match may not be a classic, but it'll be a classic worthy match. He doesn't it'll go be out technically sound. What was who was that? Was that the uh, was that Goldberg that he uh, he took that spear from and and acted a fool? He flopped in the ring. Yep, yep. Because <laughs> that was the SummerSlam where like it was the. It was the coolest squash match I had ever seen. And the reason it was because you got something as soon as the bell rang that you thought you weren't going to get. Ziggler's super kick Goldberg square in the mouth. And we <laughs> thought he was going to beat him. <laughs> and that was brilliant. It was genius because it was like, okay, we all expect Dolph to get washed. because they, And he, they and he did, but not like that. Right. He got washed <laughs> and it was entertaining. Cause we were already like, man, I don't care about this. Cause you know, Goldberg finna wash Dolph, and we not Goldberg. Well, I'm not a Goldberg fan like that. Like man. this is just this is the, this is damn near a bathroom break. <laughs> and and Uncle Ziggy went and got in his bag, and they figured out something that at least made it entertaining. Cause he, he could have hurt himself more from the from the way he took spots than actually taking the spots themselves. But that's that's what happens when you're dealing with a trained technician. That man knows what he's doing inside those ropes. Set a record that. for the most wins for his school as an amateur. The brother of Nick Nemeth over at AEW. That's pretty much what you're drawing the lines as to where I'm saying he's going to go. I don't want to see him go to AEW specifically for that reason. But at the same time, <clears throat> um, this is one person where I would say, Take it to the house, bro, because it's a Hall of Fame career. Just take yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, he can do whatever he wants. I, I want to see him go have fun somewhere. Yes. And, yeah, then and, I, and it doesn't have to be in, in wrestling. Right. It doesn't because, you know, he does stand up comedy and some other stuff. So if he doesn't want to wrestle another match in any other company, that's his business and I support it. If he does, AEW is probably going to pay you the most. 
that anybody else would be able to drop out right now. That's da- one. Dabakato. Dabakato was most known as uh, M- MLW. What what was his name with uh, Commander Aziz? Commander Aziz, but he was also but he was also the poster child for Raw Underground. Also, guilty pleasure. I want to see Dolph Ziggler in the G one. So stop right up. Good call. He doesn't have to sign, but he could possibly go to a G one and win a G one. Just participate. That's a dope call. Yes. Ziggler in a G1 and the main event of a Wrestle Kingdom. Like, do you know how crazy that would be? <sighs> Good, great call. That matter of fact. There you go. Yeah. Great call there. That's a good one. Uh MLW for Dabakato for sure. He fits every everything that's right about factions in MLW. Ultra. <laughs> that's too easy. It's too easy. Um Dana Brooke. Women of wrestling. Absolutely. There's no other place for her. I don't again, you don't want to rebuild it or build up a roster with retreads and other organizations where they have, especially when they have to you know change their names. No. Women of wrestling, she she has a TV look about her and mm-hmm. her uh her fiance is a full blown uh fighter. Professional she fighter. Needs an, she needs an opportunity to not be an enhancement talent. She needs to be somewhere to where ring time promo, she can present herself as a top star in order to see if there is money making ability. Quincy Elliott. I don't know. I'm, I'm saying he's taken to the house and not for the same reasons as Dolph Ziggler. If I just gotta pick somewhere, um, NWA, I guess. I guess. See, that's one of those I'm not as familiar with. I, I know more about him from. I know I know about him for the wrong reasons. No, well, not even that part. Just because I wasn't watching NXT. So it's not like I saw it. Was, it's not like I saw in ring stuff. I would always, you know, either see. I never. That's what I'm saying. I never saw him in a match. Yeah, but the the over the top presentation in in that particular light, I don't know where that necessarily belongs. If you're gonna keep on that path, I don't. Where's Sunny Kiss right now? That's and see that that part is okay, but you cannot let that spill over into real life and then shoot on the company that you're working for. That's that's the problem I have. See, I, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. So Booker, Booker, Booker T may have been a little bit out of pocket. Like, and it, it's not that he was out of pocket in his message, it's the delivery. What was the message? Yeah, something to the effect, uh, and and, and I, someone correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not. I'm not above being corrected. Um, Pencil BC on everything. On everything. Um, Booker T said something to the effect of, and I'm paraphrasing. Don't make your personal business our business. And that's something that's that's a that's a if there's ever a Dr. Huffmanism, that's that. Like you can be yourself, but don't try to alienate the talent because you think that, that the talent is alienating you. That feels like a first day at the PC statement. 
like day one, before you pick up the weights, before you start training, don't make your personal business our business. And and not because it meant for a lifestyle purpose. That's something you could have said to Matt Riddle. <laughs> don't make your personal business our business. Funny you mention him because he's on the list too, but that's exact that great comparison. It doesn't have to be by what you think it's about. It's a general statement. Right. It's it's not to alienate anyone who has an alternative lifestyle or chooses to you know, be free. I'm not going to a job on the first day and telling people how sad I am that my wife just filed for divorce that morning. Don't make your personal business our business. Because now we have to spend extra time, extra eyes making sure you don't F up. We We also have to make sure that in today's society that you're okay. That you don't need help. Because it was at that point, if we put you out there and we don't think you're okay, it's our fault. You're a li- it's a liability. So, I get it. I understand making that statement to someone. Now, however, Dr. Huffman, Huffman dropped it. That's, I mean, he doesn't sugarcoat anything. He doesn't, he, he just doesn't. That's not what no, he does. No, no, I'm going to say, I'm going to say what I want to say, how I want to say it. And it's your job to interpret it. <laughs> <laughs> like he, he is the epitome of <laughs> I'm responsible for what I say Not what you understand <laughs> Tone, inflection, any of that I am responsible for what and I this say is, this, If, if there was ever an explanation Of how he got the nickname from you Doctor, that's it right there Doctor Huffman <laughs> Alright, Shanky I've never seen so many seven foot free agents. First of all, <laughs> I've never seen so many seven foot free agents. Especially coming out of the E. <laughs> I, have, I don't get it. I've never seen so many. Um, again, this is where you can get some ring time and where you can improve. I don't know. I can't send everyone to Japan. That That can't be the thing. Bro, this is a layup for this one. I, I feel like this is this is another MLW. Not just MLW, but MLW with Dabakato. I mean, if you're gonna gang the land, gonna name the stable Land the Giants. Listen, that they they make money for a year and then they make money for a year on, on the opposite sides of the ring. They have money written all over them as a unit. Tell uh, you what. I'll go, I'll go, I'll go a step further. Wherever Mansoor goes, Shanky can go, or wherever Ali goes, Shanky can go, and that's the heater. I mean, you can, they could be interchangeable heaters. Chief of security for New America Ali. <laughs> I see here. Uh, Yulisa Leon. Not familiar. Neither am I, but by the look of her, I'm going to probably say women of wrestling. <laughs> I, it, that's, you're probably right, but at the same time, because neither one of us are familiar, that just feels like such a, a stereotypical choice. But Just know we did it because, you know, we're good at this stuff. Not because we have any preconceived prejudice. Uh, let's see here. Kevin Ventura Cortez, not familiar with. And also, Ikeman Hero, not familiar with, both from NXT. 
hope to become familiar with you guys wish you the best of luck uh wherever you happen to land um just know that leaving stanford is never the end it's sometimes it's the beginning brooklyn barlow and bryson montana also both from nxt not familiar with either one of them the brooklyn brawler <laughs> if you if you move some letters around it spells brawlow okay well, <laughs> and then Bryson Montana looks like he could be a uh, in a faction with uh, what's my man uh, Carmelo Hayes okay and then finally the last but not least Matt Riddle AEW hands down no Matt Riddle goes that. to AEW um, hands down and and we can get him with uh, with RVD finally full time yes <laughs> This, this is why I'm hot, Mims. Well, what up, what up, Akeem Shabazz? That's my guy. Uh, he got he got people that he can kick it with for the recreational stuff he likes to do. He has a role model there who shows him where life can end up if he just keeps his nose clean, literally and figuratively. Man. But then, you know, hanging out with the boss, I don't know how clean knows how clean he can keep his nose. But <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm so, I'm certain he's gonna have a good time. Hold hold on a second. Okay, I can do the rest of the show now. You've got to chill. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> you have got to chill. Whatever it is you're thinking of doing right now, do the opposite. Alright, so yeah, so we finally got that out the way. That's long overdue. Jack Hager versus Matt Riddle. I want to see it. Just to see. It could either be a train wreck or it could be greatness. Uh, Billy Corgan has decided to re-emerge re the territory era. And he also claims that he has two top 20. Oh, he has two TV spots secured with a top 20 network. So, did you see the post that was going around that that listed what the top twenty networks were domestically? I did. I'm actually trying to reference it right now. Good, because I was looking for the same thing. <laughs> we're we're on the same page. Uh, where Billy, we at? Billy, Billy, Billy. Where you at, Billy? Billy, baby. What you doing? <laughs> what you doing, Billy, baby? Billy, C, baby. <laughs> Billy, C, Billy, do, baby. <laughs> Oh, Got it. Mystico, Mystico from CMLL is going to be competing on AEW Rampage, mm -hmm. and the CMLL has released a statement hoping that that is the start of a new era between the two companies. And that so is, put, uh, yeah, that that's as I think today. So put that with the working relationship that was announced between MLW, CMLL, and wasn't it NWA? Yep, it was. Look, what we've been saying, the whole reason we started referring to Tony Khan as Kanos is these infinity stones of these many major promotions, the independents. We may not like his movements, but we like his movement. Pause. So if Billy Corgan is starting to sew up some things on the other end, and Mexico is going to Mexico no matter what. Man, no, no matter what. We know Conan ain't going to be around there somewhere. Conan and Vampiro. And then Court Court Bauer is you know still entrenched in the lawsuit, but also he making his moves and stitching things together. It uh, could it could get real. Let me uh, let me run down these networks. Run it. Fox News this is the number one uh, uh, channel. Uh, ESPN, MSNBC, 
HGTV, TNT, Hallmark, TBS, TLC, Inspiration, CNN, History, Discovery Channel, Food Network, USA, TV Land, Investigation Discovery, Lifetime, A&E, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, and Paramount. Of those... Paramount. Paramount. Don't even waste any time. Paramount is the only one I heard on that list that makes even remotely any sense. Do you see... I'm, this is going to sound like a stupid question, but I have to ask it for the sake of the show. Do you see Billy Corgan being able to produce two uh, two different shows on the same network? Mm, I, okay, moment of transparency. I don't know enough about Billy Corgan's production style. I would 100% assume that he's not taking the Kano's approach to this, saying... I'm going to be the one that writes my TV. I'm going to be the only one that produces my TV. And he would outsource those things to, to people who know what they're doing. Allow me to take you back on a trip to nostalgia. Going on a trip on a big old rocket ship. Like Primetime wrestling, all American wrestling. Two shows, same company, same network. Completely different shows. If you secure two TV deals, it doesn't necessarily have to be for all new content. But anything that you get out of these two TV deals, or, or even two TV shows, for that matter, would be for new content. You see what I'm saying? You could do a recap or even do like an around the globe because NWA, in essence... Now, perfect. What you just said, around the globe. So there's where the CMLL and the MLW comes in around the globe and people like and i hate to bring his name up like this but this gang walker stewart have more places to work oh no that's that of course that 100 <laughs> is is the benefit to all of this that people that we know personally are gonna have even more opportunities to get on television and get a bigger bag it's only a matter of time before we see people like oh i don't know el jefe antonio nieve aka tony nieve. snow uh, oh, Lou Gotti. Can't wait for the first royalty check that comes in after he, he puts Dominate on TV. Oh, man. Whew. That sink check? Zell me mine. Th this, this show gets a whole new look in a week. <laughs> we might take a week off to give it a new show in a week. <laughs> I sprinkle diamonds on everything I eat, baby. Oh, man. Because um, it's the most baller thing that you can do to your food. <laughs> uh where else are we at here so do we even want to talk about the, the two Tuesdays sure why not it, it's a hot topic everybody seems to have a you, an opinion about what happened and how it happened so the, you, you lost the bet and you're talking about you cash in on half of the half of the bet mm -hmm. which is that you go back to watching NXT which thankfully you held up here in the bargain you're a man of your word you stand on business you did that yep. that's how we do things around here I found myself watching as much as I didn't watch. What does that mean? There were matches that I didn't care for on both networks at the same time. Facts. Facts. The overrun that AEW had was amazing. We, we got a pay-per-view match for free out of uh, Luchasaurus and, and uh, Adam Copeland. I won't even front on that. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Uh, oh, oh, and like I said a couple episodes ago, Edge and Luchasaurus 
same person. <laughs> when, when, when people thought they, that Edge was under the mask that was beating up Jay White, I was like, no. Edge is the same size as Luchasaurus. And you saw it on television for your own. It looked like Edge was fighting the Halloween version of himself. The fact that the, the, the Big Brother pictures of Luchasaurus circulated at the same time as this match. <laughs> Golly. Uh, Jason Momoa. Man, I I hate. I also hate the fact that they did Tony Storm the way they did. They she had the second part of her silent movie, on picture in picture in the small box. I'm gonna tell you why I was upset at first. I didn't know it was a silent movie. I thought she was cutting a promo, and they just happened to be showing side by side because you know they've been dealing with audio and different issues. <laughs> I just thought it was just a bad timing thing. Now that I know the gimmick is the silent movie, it should be in every picture in picture during a commercial. You think they should they should be able to produce enough of that content to have it in picture in picture so every every commercial is sponsored by Tony Storm? You want to make a star, don't you? <laughs> She's on her way, bro. She's on her she, way. She found it. Dog. Like it, and it was happened. It. it was a happy. I think it was a happy accident, man. She's she's so dope in this role, man. It to so, me, best gimmick in AEW. Number two is Father of the Year. The father figure, Christian Cage. Christian and I Cage. I coined that name. Father figure. <laughs> Zell me mine. The father figure, Christian Cage. Uh, NXT. Um, Cody announces the return of the Dusty. And also, he was the GM for a night. So, for those of you keeping score at home, this week alone in WWE television, or last week if you're listening to this on Monday, you had Cody Rhodes, Nick Aldis, yes, Nick Aldis, and uh, Adam Scrap Iron Pierce. Scrap. All in authority roles on WWE television. Yep. Former NWA champions. All three stuff. former NWA World Heavyweight <clears throat> Champions. If was Tri- Jeff Jarrett on television this week? Was he on TV this week? It would have been Rampage if he was on TV. I don't, I don't think he was on Dynamite. Well, I'm just trying to count how many how many former NWA World Heavyweight Champions were on TV this week because then, you know, Christian Cage is too. Was he? Yep. When? In Impact. I think I thought I thought I thought he was the first Impact World Champion and not or unless that was Kurt Angle. Uh, he was carrying ten pounds of gold during his run. Uh, let's see. Yeah, do you Google? Uh, yeah, I am. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Ooh, I think you may be right, sir. Oh, I know I'm right. Oh, I. I, I Mr. Dre, Mr. W.A., Mr. A.K. Hit it. <laughs> Don't do that. Ding bong. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. You're in your bag. I see you. I mean, I, I get out. Pause. Mr. One More Match. Yeah. Yeah. He, this, yeah. He's in his bag. That's all I got on, on the Tuesday. I just really thought it was a whole, like, that for them to go head to head first 30 minutes, I thought was dope. But at the same time, to keep, to, to literally whip it out and spray it on the ground every time you heard something, not the move, not the move, TK. Pause, pause. So I'm not pausing that. <laughs> That's what he did. So 
So, did you see the final numbers on the ratings? No, I did not. Google that. That's uh, it. That's oh, snap. <laughs> uh, no, but it's important for a certain reason. Is it, are you talking, about, are you, are you talking about the head-to-head numbers? Yes, pause. Let's <laughs> <laughs> uh, see here. This is what happens when you catch me early in the day. Last, oh, wow. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. So... The reason why NXT got off of Wednesdays was because AEW was tearing them a new one. It wasn't, yeah, yeah I won't say that. It wasn't bad. It wasn't that egregious. I don't remember any week being this far apart as, being as far apart as this one was, but AEW Dynamite was far and away winning the battle. NXT went up 7.5% and drew uh, 921,000 people. Mm-hmm. Um, on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. Dynamite, which never airs on Tuesday, uh, did so because of baseball playoffs. Right. 609,000, down 24% from from the previous Wednesday. And this and these numbers are in the key demo. You know, three a point two six for AEW, point three oh for NXT in the key demo. Uh so, and if for those of you not knowing who the key demo is, eighteen to forty nine male. We discussed on 217. We discussed why that's important. Males 18 to 18 to 49 are the ones triggering spending. Whether it's on their own behalf or at the behest of a mate. Or at the behest of a seed from that mate. <laughs> Just that that's who when you wanna when you wanna sell something, that's who you aim it at. When you wanna sell a car, that's who you aim it at. When you wanna sell a house, that's who you aim it at. When you want to sell lawn care service, when you want to sell sell advertise, when you want to sell anything through the day, throughout the day, whether it be on television, whether it be via the internet, that's who you want to aim it at. Because at the end of the day, it's either going to be like, I make the decision or honey, can I have? I make the decision, honey, can I have, or I'm funding what the wife has chosen. And that's that's where the curveball comes in. You're you're marketing towards the eighteen to forty nine male, but you have to make it appealing to the eighteen to forty nine female. Buy versus sell. It's really all it is. Um, yeah. Man, that's that's a that's a it, rundown. It's, it's a huge it's a huge number. Um, I'll be perfectly honest. I liked Dynamite better because of the wrestling. I saw Swerve go off. Swerve, Swerve and Danielson was amazing. Yes. With the fact that we know that we're at the tail end of Danielson's career as a full-timer, the last thing we need to do is have stories within stories. Hangnail had no business in that match, even if it was to to perpetuate a uh, a, or further a story between those two. (laughs) Swerve out here carrying everybody's water. I just, I, once upon a time, and we've talked about this on the show before, I was very pro hangman Adam Page being the guy. And then I had to retract that after I saw it all go wrong. And I was like, okay, my fault, my bad. I was wrong. Cole, now I'm right about being wrong. Cole Page Copeland, three, the tale of three Adams. <laughs> Which one of these is not like the other? Oh boy! 
so I, I am going to celebrate the fact that I am right about having been wrong. So there's that. Um, I like the I like the way Dynamite looks aesthetically. Like I was talking about with Impact, like you want to see the aesthetics change to make it more of an appealing wrestling show. I just like the way Dynamite looks on television versus the new NXT. It looked like a big show. It had that feel. It, it felt like the people in attendance knew it was important, however many of them there were. But that's the thing. When you go wide angle and pan out and show the whole arena, it's like, oh. And that's the unfortunate part for some of the in-ring content we get. Like, there are some matches that absolutely should have a full house or, in my opinion, AEW might want to look into going for smaller venues, sort of like a Hammerstein ballroom effect. A more intimate setting to where that ravenous fan base that they have that will come out is closer together. And when they're closer together, they seem bigger and they still they seem louder. So here's what's crazy. Um, I don't know how many people were at SmackDown this week. But I do know the they call it the box center, the BOK center, Bank of Oklahoma center. That's what B, that's what box stands for, by the way. I thought you said the box center. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, they 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 hold over 12,000. Okay. And that building as loud as they were for Dominic and the fact that Triple H had to, had to claim that he thought that they were piping the sound in at first. That should tell you how many people were in that building because I, I heard more booze than I heard of Dominic's music and if Triple, and Triple H couldn't even hear Dominic because of the booze um, so I'd probably say they were they were north of 10,000 meanwhile Dynamite was in Stockton California which was the home of um, that was the home of uh, well, the area that, that Will Hobbs is from mm-hmm. and uh, they sold 3,800 tickets That's wild, and and, and it was it was Stockton, was it? Because they they were in California, right? Uh that 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 I'm not for certain on. Uh, by the way, St. Louis for uh for the next SmackDown, ten thousand sold. Unless that was oh that was previous week I'm tripping I'm tripping that was previous because uh, SmackDown was we thought Randy Orton was going to actually show up in St Louis so that was the previous week. Either way, yeah, we didn't see a full crowd shot from uh, from Dynamite, so I would probably say because I thought it was I thought for one I thought they were in Indianapolis and two um, I saw something earlier that day they said they were only staging for four thousand. Y'all uh, uh, do a better job of getting security these venues because you, you're putting people out of work. Just how long are you gonna be able to operate where you're they're not giving you cheaper rent just because you're staging for fewer people. Right. That that number's already there. That number's already done. That number's locked. So why not go for something more intimate? Or hear 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 me out. Don't go unless you can get the crowd. Like let's scale back some of the touring brand aspect. Cause then you'll save on travel, you'll save on 
building fees. Let, let's find a destination. Like how Daly's place was a destination. Like we might have to kind of revisit that and like make Daly's place the central area to where everyone is essentially coming into Jacksonville to go there. Yeah, Curtis Curtis Colwell, same thing. Like for was it from 90 to 95 WCW only ran non-pay-per-view shows at Center Stage? I look, I just unless it was Starcade, which I'm getting pay-per-view. So there's that. Not my money, not my circus, not my monkeys. I'm just saying if you see that this is a glaring issue that repeatedly it's being it's to the point now that it's becoming a joke that the opposite hard anything shown on the hard camera side is like a ghost town and in no and then when you see the the level of equipment that is in these blacked out spots like there's no way you need this much room to shoot this no not at all not at all and like i said we and we know what can be done to curtis colwell because we've seen dynamite shot there we've seen uh we were we were there for super card of honor the super card of honor was shot there we also saw uh we've seen uh what do you call it the uh the the battle of the belts you've done that yeah. there like right it, and, and those types of venues i feel like if you can if you can make a um, a trend of hitting those venues in those cities where you can garner that type of interest, I think it goes a long way into those other markets that you go to and they don't necessarily come out in mass. If you starve somebody long enough, they'll eat whatever you bring. And that sounds really cruel and it sounds like terrible business, air quotes, but that's 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 how this goes, bro. Let, let's 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 end it like this. I just got a package. Pause. The name on that manifest, aka manifest greatness. MC out of Tulsa. Speaking of Tulsa, that's where SmackDown was this weekend. As I pull out the envelope, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take this off one more time, Swab, because you. But man, this is uh, if this is what I think it is. Uh, let's see here. Take out the background. Where we at? Bam. Peanut butter jam. Where'd it go? Now, all of a sudden, they don't even want to uh, let me take out the background. There we go. Choose background. There we go. All right. Bam. If this is what I think it is, bro, this is going to be a good day in the neighborhood. You see that? You see that number? Uh-huh. 50. The number of years that hip-hop has been in existence <coughs> this is a t-shirt hip-hop 918 aha 50 years the anniversary. anniversary Tulsa dope on the back of the shirt 79th and hip-hop is the brand uh-huh. Pays homage to Tulsa. Let me move my mouse cursor out of the way. Tulsa top 50 DJs and producers. And somewhere on here. Yeah, I just I just saw it. Uh oh. second column right next to DJ Shabazz. That that oh he's a legend too. He's in fact, 
You don't know this, but he's in Dallas. A word? Yeah. He's been there for years. There I am, right there. Boom, right yonder. You know what I'm saying? Some 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 very high level people on here. You doing the manual Star Wars credits? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But see, right there on the far on the left side though. Dark Fighter. And then right underneath him, Rockefeller. Two of the two of the illest. Dark Fighter's my ace. And Rockefeller's one of the illest to ever touch a pair of decks, period. And I'm in great company. I don't care what you argue with your mama. My peers, not my friends, my peers chose me for this honor. I will wear this with great honor. Uh, and see, you wonder why I say the legendary every time I put your name on some stuff. That, yeah, come on. Come hey, on, man, say. to quote the great Kendrick Lamar, be humble, sit down. I man, mean, we ain't got no time for that. Royce the five nine said being humble ain't gonna get you out your grave. Smoke your humility. I'm wearing I'm wearing my shirt with confidence and arrogance. Smoke, smoke your humility. Oh man. Confidence uh, and arrogance. Arrogance by Rick Martell. A <laughs> fragrance. Available only at Dillard's. <laughs> Show brokenpistolbc.com, brokenpistolbc at gmail.com. Tell me why that looked like roach spray. Uh, <laughs> God. That's at brokenpistolbc on what? Everything. 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 Suave, take him to the house. Conos, stay off of Twitter. <laughs> take a week. Take a week and don't tweet. Give your phone to somebody else. Let them tweet the updates. About Dog, the you got the bread. Get you a social media manager. No, 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 no. He does. Look, no, never mind. Pencil pushers, <laughs> like, rate, subscribe, share, uh, tell a friend to tell a friend, and then after that, tell that friend again. And tell your mama uh, now. And your mama now. Sell me mine, and don't forget. Heads up, pencils down. Down where? In the comment section. <laughs> That's where logic goes to die. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs>